I'm a part-time rock star, but I go to work. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 117. Today with my guest Matt Pless out of Baltimore, Maryland, or uh, possibly more specifically Catonsville, I think. Um, this is his second time on the show. Uh, he's pretty well known within the folk punk world, you could say, for songs like When the Frayed Wind Blows, among others. Uh, he's got a new album out, which is why I wanted to get him on. It's called Cheap Shots on the Rocks, and uh, I featured my favorite song off of it called Love and Drugs. Uh, you'll hear that momentarily, and if you like it, you can definitely check it out on Spotify or wherever. But yeah, uh, suddenly, got a ton of episodes in the pipeline to release, so they should be coming out fast and furious. I wanted to get Matt's episode out this week because he's playing the Auto Bar on sunday april 3rd so check that out as well um as always thanks for listening thanks for supporting local music we all definitely definitely appreciate it uh part-time rockstar fest the first festival for this podcast is on the horizon that'll be june 4th at Fishhead cantina in baltimore so if you're interested in that you should be able to find the link in the episode notes and then uh, lastly, this podcast is partially brought to you by Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of Laurel, Maryland. And you can find Truly Strings on Instagram if you need any guitar work done. And yeah, that's about it. So we'll get to the conversation with Matt. my mind wasting all of my time on love and drugs on love and drugs i wish i had back all the mountains of cash that i spent on love and drugs they're always around when the going gets tough a little too much equals never enough my conscience is clean but i'm calling my bluff i'm through with love and drugs it's kisses or kicks but i'm getting my fix with love and drugs, with love and drugs My comfort and joy when I'm lost in the void That I fill with love and drugs They'll run you in circles, but both of them lead To detox or handcuffs, so maybe the key Is learning to let go of things but, you don't uh, need so Yeah, man, um, thanks for hopping on again I know, it's, uh, sure. I know it's been a little while But I've uh, been checking out the new album And uh, kind of want to help you Obviously spread the word, man Being uh, Cool, thank you, thanks um, definitely been doing it a long enough time where, you know, I feel like somebody's got to spread this stuff. So, um, I feel like the last time we talked, we were in the, uh, the height of the pandemic as it were. And, uh, you know, not to get too, uh, deep or philosophical off the bat, but you know, there was a lot of fear, lots of, uh, worry within the zeitgeist at the time. And, uh. I don't know, man. Where's your head at now? Where do you think we are? Either uh, within culturally or just just where you're at? Um, I know where I'm at. I'm right here. Um, I can't speak for anyone else. It's <laughs> a solid answer. That's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got the full length album. So um, I don't know. If it's like ten songs, something like that. Uh, I want to say the one that stood out to me a little bit was Love and Drugs. I was thinking about featuring that one. Cool. Yeah. Go for it. 
not sure if you wanted to talk about any song in particular. Um, but, I mean, um, that song, you want to know about that song stuff? Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I just, I, I, that's kind of self-explanatory. It's like, you know, a lot of yeah. times, you know, you get wrapped up in a bad relationship. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of love, but I mean, in general, you know, I guess it's just kind of a snarky sort of take on like, you know, the line between like, you know, when something is healthy or unhealthy for you. And, um, yeah. I've been in plenty of like situations where, uh, love can lead to toxic, well, not plenty, but enough to know. Um, I think where love, uh, can lead to a more of a toxic situation. Um, because you know, it feels good, you know, you're enjoying it, it fulfills some need or, you know, whatever's going on. Um, and you might think that's like love, but maybe it's just, you know, another dopamine boost. Yeah. Uh, this could go so deep. I mean, who knows? Who knows what any of all this really is? Uh, but, you know, love and drugs, pretty self-explanatory. You know, I had the line, I ruined my mind wasting all my time on love and drugs. Uh, probably four years ago when I was hanging out in an apartment in New York City after a breakup. And I just thought that was yeah. kind of catchy. And um, I kept it in my head for a while. And then. One day, like, I guess three years later, I started working on that song and decided to, like, put that line into a song and build off of it. And it was kind of a joke, but it came out, I guess, serious enough to put on an album. <laughs> yeah, man. I think it works. It's uh, pretty straightforward, but uh, to some of us out there, it uh, certainly mirrors our experience. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I probably won't go too far into it personally, but I've written enough <laughs> songs on those two fronts in my or on my own accord, where you know it uh, it always always touches a heartstring for sure. I think um, the one song too um, that let me see what it was. It was um, it might have been the one you. S either the one you sent to me or no it was the most recent single that you posted i think um it wasn't disco ball but um it sounded like it was like an ode to your friend a little bit i think it was here's uh, to you oh uh, yeah it's uh it's just a song about death kind of you know um yeah uh, it's a song about losing somebody and um yeah um just uh, I had a lot of had a lot of anxiety about death and losing people close to me, and you know I just had all these lines I sort of collected over the course of a while that I thought were kind of like clever or poetic, uh, yeah, ways of you know discussing the loss of someone, and I kind of put them all into a song when the time was right. Um, I don't know if there's anyone particular that it's about that I could like say this person. Had I lost this person? This is about that. I just kind of kept picturing like uh, my 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 parents or like people I cared about dying and just getting myself really sad so I could write this. Um, so it's kind of like putting my mind in a place of just completely complete despair to write this song. So yeah. that's what that one's about. Yeah, I think you yeah. did a good job with it, and uh, that one again. Those were the two songs that kind of resonated with me. Um, I'm, I might have brought it up before, but you know, death and dying. I feel like <laughs> love and drugs, death and dying. 
or sadly, <laughs> or <laughs> whatever you want to call it, just um, kind of a part of my, uh, I don't know, experience with this existence, you could say. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. They stood out to me, man, for sure. Uh, cool. Have you gotten any feedback so far on the new release? Um, it's been out for like 24, 48 hours. I've gotten a yeah. handful of feedback. Um, uh, you know, some people say, most people, you know, I guess everybody, I haven't had a, enough feedback to really say that, um, you know, I know what people are thinking. Uh, the people who have messaged me have really liked it. Um, yeah. It, it's different than my like folk punk or folk stuff or whatever. Uh, but I mean, I've done different albums before. I have an album that's more like psychedelic, like folk yeah. or rock. I did a hip hop track before. I mean, I've done different stuff. I just feel like, you know, I, I don't know if people expect just like folk punk or folk music all the time, but I don't know. I, I have a couple folk songs on it. Yeah. Um, and then there's more of rock and roll stuff, you know. So I don't know. Maybe people just like it's not what they're expecting, but like you know, uh, they'll catch up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is going to be like a broader, like sort of manifold question. So mm-hmm. I don't even know how I'm going to ask it. But like, just noticing kind of the way you've progressed since I've been following you, and like, um, I don't know. I've been a big fan of the folk punk scene for most of my life. I mean, my favorite band of all time is Mischief Brew. I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. got to meet meet Eric or anybody no, like that. Um, I haven't met him. Yeah, unfortunately, he's no longer around, but he was a good dude while, while he was here. And um, anyway, I just, um, you know, noticed, I guess, paying attention to your music as you've progressed as an artist or whatever you want to call it. You know, it seems like you're kind of trending towards a more uh, pop realm. And, you know, I could say what I think about that personally, but I, I was just curious... You know, if that's something that's true, or if that's more of just like, um, or even if you've consciously thought about it, I think that's my question, or more so if it's just something that just happens. Um, I've always liked pop music. Um, yeah. Hang on, shit, one second, my phone's messing up. You're good. Okay, so, um, shit, okay, got it, okay. <laughs> All right, so, um, I don't know, I guess, uh, I mean, I've, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like, what pop? I mean, what's what is pop music? Catchy songs with a good chorus, like you know, uh, yeah. melodic upbeat stuff. You know, I mean, you could say pop sound. You could call you know um, Taylor Swift pop. You could call you know the Beatles pop. You could call. Um, yeah. Gosh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what's some of the uh, the. Mer- uh, five seconds of summer pop or whatever i don't know there's like i i just i always looked at pop as sort of just like catchy songs upbeat songs uh yeah it kind of changes definition based on like you know the generation is happening in like is today's pop the same pop as like 1965 like uh if you're asking whether or not i'm moving more towards a pop sound uh i think i've always been poppy to in my opinion of what pop is like uh, there's nothing i've ever really released it hasn't had a really catchy chorus or like heavily melodic reliance um i personally think you could take any song that i've written and put a uh, more i suppose electric pop arrangement around it and it would sound like what i'm assuming you're defining a pop song in the modern age as if that answers your question uh uh, maybe not like when the frayed wind blows but i don't know i mean like even that's got a big chorus like you know so 
uh, I just kind of write what I feel like at the time. I'm not going to stay doing this either. Like, I'm going to do something else after this. And, like, I'm always going to do acoustic stuff. Mostly yeah. when I play live, it's acoustic, you know. Um, so my whole goal is yeah. to just write good songs. Like, a song that sounds good acoustic will sound good no matter what kind of arrangement it gets, honestly. So that's my main goal is to – if you can sing it in the shower and it sounds good, then you can sing it with an orchestra and it'll sound good too. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that one tune as well that you have that kind of starts a cappella. Um, I don't know if it was uh, played again Archie or if it was, uh, a, I might be messing up the title, but I kind of, you know, I, I appreciate that sort of vibe where you just start with the melody in your head and just kind of build it out from there. I think that was Love and Drugs, uh, actually. Oh, it so. was? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Um, on the arrangement front, do you feel like, uh, you know, with some of the dates coming up, that you might uh, get a band in there or still uh, primarily acoustic? Like, what's the current direction you feel like? I'd like to do some shows with the band, you know? I mean, it's a matter of finding people who. Uh, yeah are available you know i mean it's it's expensive to tour with the band especially when you don't have a like a big label behind you and money going into it um yeah so there's a lot of like there's a lot of challenges that arise that arise with the band versus just solo i just got there and play which i'm fortunately able to do um solo very easily but i would like to play more shows with the band it's just a matter of finding the people and you know getting the gigs booked and then getting you know everyone to practice at once and then show up for the gigs and you know there's all those things you know i would like to though um so i'm sure eventually something along the lines of that will happen since most of this new album is with the band but you know on the whole i'm going to be doing acoustic shows and playing acoustic versions of the stuff on the album because that's what i can do at the moment and um i'm just going to do the best i can with what i got yeah that's the that's the strategy, man. Um, <laughs> uh, I did notice too. It looked like um, you might be getting out there a little bit uh, now that everything's kind of blown over. It looked like you did have some dates. Um, I didn't know how official those were, or if they're still kind of coming together. Um, but it looked it looked like pretty extensive, like you're getting out on the road again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm on a I'm on a tour through. Uh... I'm on a tour through the, um, I'm trying to do a U.S. tour, so that's being booked now. Um, yeah. And I have some local stuff in Baltimore in uh, April, um, doing a show with Escape from the Zoo and um, in Baltimore on April 3rd. I don't, this will probably air after that. Got a couple other gigs in Baltimore, but that's probably the biggest one in Baltimore I have coming up. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm always torn. I mean, I toured during... Uh, the breaks and the COVID thing. I did tours when they were able to go out and, uh, you know, I'm always just trying to keep busy as much as I can, whenever I can. Yeah. Uh, where did you say the, the April 3rd show was that? I think that's a Saturday night next weekend, right? Yeah. It's Sunday night, at the auto bar in Baltimore. Sunday night. Yeah. All right. I might be able to make that one. Cool. Um, if need be too, I could probably get this, um, this out on the airwaves before then if uh cool. if that's at all helpful um 
also kind of unrelated to any of that, um, I uh, figured I'd bring up um, probably one of your partners in crime uh, that I noticed on Instagram, Bohemian Demon. Uh, looked like one of your friends who's uh, doing the uh, modeling for uh, like the album cover and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about her at all, but it seems like she uh, um, she owns it, man. That, yeah, that that uh, picture. I, I had no album cover idea for this record. Like, yeah. I knew it was a song about. It's an album about relationships and like you know uh, a girl girl I was involved with and all. And there's a lot of like you know um, I, I I think uh, stuff centered around that kind of to- uh, topic. So I wanted I, I want I didn't know what to put on the cover of it, and I was like scrolling through Instagram, looking around, and people's pictures popping up, and uh, yeah. that picture of her popped up on her, on her profile or whatever, and I was like, wow, that's a really like striking picture. That picture just like yeah. jumps out at you. It makes you look at the album, or look at the look at it. And um, I also I thought it had this kind of classic, kind of like 70s punk rock vibe to it. Like, And yeah. uh, I was like, you know what? It's like a lot of these songs are about a girl that I had in my life, and I was like, this would be a cool cover, kind of. It, sounds, it feels like the picture should be on an album cover, so... I hit her up. Uh, we've been very close for a long time. And um, I was like, yo, can I use your picture for this record cover? And she's like, yeah, sure. And uh, so that's how that happened. And, um, you know, I think it's definitely a really it's striking image. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy with the cover. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, it definitely works. It reminds me of one of my favorite album covers, uh, On the Impossible Past by uh, the Menzingers. So, I like it. I have, to check it out. I have to check that cover out. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it's a different sort of vibe, but nonetheless, it has a very, just like you're saying, sort of striking feel. Um, um, and then, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, while I got you on the line, I figured I'd mention that um, I'm releasing a song kind of soon. And uh, some of the lyrics uh, were heavily inspired, I feel like, from your, uh, from your one line, um, Life's a High You Can't Sustain. Oh, cool! Right I, on. I did not. I did not lift your line word for word or anything, but no, that's cool. Man. That that line uh, certainly has stuck with me for a while in my uh, in my own writing, and uh, I don't know. Just kind of want to let you know, you're doing that's good cool, shit, man. man. <laughs> Thanks, so. man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Man. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that line's definitely. That line's definitely one I hear the most. A lot about probably the most. Uh, yeah. A lot of people relate to that line, and um, I never thought that'd be such a big line. But like, I, people get tattoos of it, people quote yeah. it everywhere. You know, I just, I don't know. I mean, it, it means a lot to a lot of people, and I don't know if it's necessarily a very positive line. So it's kind of <laughs> unsettling yeah. that it's affecting so many people in the way it has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, um, one of my lines. <laughs> yeah. But maybe on that note, um, again, going back to the Facebook stalker world that I guess I'm in, um, I think I noticed you posted the other day that uh, you might be like 40, 50 days sober, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I, I, I've, uh, I've been in this, I've been on this boat before, uh, and I kind of fell off of it during the pandemic and, you know, never really fell back in quite as hard as I was years ago, but, uh, you know, started smoking cigarettes again and just, you know, drinking. Yeah. matter shit so you know i uh decided fuck it i'm done with this i don't want to be doing this at this point so you know i've gotten back into like eating healthier and like quit all substances drinking nothing but water um working out four to five days a week just you know doing 
healthy things. I feel a lot better. Like, uh, like I was yeah. younger, you know, I think it's, I feel more hopeful for the future as far as like, well, I'm not going to, I have less chance of having like, I guess, a heart attack in eight months, you know, or something. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to kind of, and I'm, I'm, I have the kind of brain like that's an addict's brain. So and I, have a, yeah. I have a theory about addict brains. Addict brains can either be superheroes or fucking completely like self-destructive. Um, yeah. It's like, like Batman or whatever. There's a, like, there's a nemesis side to everyone's own being or whatever, you know? Yeah. But when uh, an addicted personality can turn around and become addicted to positive stuff and really kind of kick ass, yeah. I think, uh, when you go to extremes, you can go to one or the other. And if you go to the right one, you know, you, you can really change the world. So, um, never underestimate the power of an addictive personality. <laughs> nah, man. Um, on that note, like I have a lot of heroes, I guess you could say on both sides of the extremes, um, for better or worse, but on the, uh, on the positive side, um, I have a lot of like spiritual heroes maybe. And I was just curious, like if you had any, uh, sort of people that are, you know, not necessarily look up to or anything like that, but just, I don't know, you feel like are kind of mentors ideologically. Uh, one for me is like Ramdas, you know, dead now, but was kind of a guru in his own right out in California for a long time and still has like podcasts on the radio or whatever posthumously. And I was just curious if like you have anything like that, that is um, not quite a ritual, feels like too strong of a word, but um, just a positive influence, maybe on a daily basis or weekly, something that you just kind of keep around to kind of keep you in the right mind frame and uh, not slip? Um, I wouldn't say I have any one single sort of like spiritual mentor or anything. I kind of, uh, I, I read a lot of quotes. I, I know, I, I know a lot of Ram Dass stuff. Like, uh, I, yeah. uh, I love some of the stuff he says. Uh, I love his whole outlook. You know, I mean, I like, you know, I read a lot of quotes. I, I always say, you know, in general, like there's not one person that I constantly keep there is like, you know, um, yeah. Well, you know what? Actually, I imagine my grandma, who's who's been dead for like thirty some years. Oh yeah. So at this point of our conversation, Matt's end of the phone call seemed to kind of drop out, and unfortunately, I wasn't really able to salvage the audio. So we pretty much just wrapped up the conversation. Yeah, it uh, it's kind of a bummer that I feel like we're getting to like the more heartfelt part of the conversation because I gotta ask you, can you like mess with your phone a little? I think I think the audio was like dropping out a little. Is it working now? This happens after a while. It it's yeah. I should be able I should be able to tweak it a little and uh, make it uh audible again. But, yeah, I, I probably have to go in like maybe five to ten minutes because I got the, I just got a, a text message from the guy from the record label Satan that put the record out and he needs to yeah. talk to me about a mastering issue. So uh, just like a heads up on that. No worries, that works for me, man. I gotta cool. get rolling down the road myself. But um, cool. I appreciate your time in general, as always, and you're always welcome on. Um, I definitely cool. want to come out and make a show uh, here soon, Sunday night. 
could work uh could work good for me um we'll see but regardless awesome. i'll probably uh try to get this out before then so i think we're looking at maybe putting uh here's to you on this episode and i will probably add uh love and drugs because why not it's uh simple, great simple catchy tune so thanks um appreciate your time and uh i hope the road uh treats you well right on man thanks so much i'll talk to you next time all right hopefully sunday i'll try to make it <laughs> yeah man right, have man. a good night later bye it's a little bit of heartbreak it's gonna make the world go round it's a little bit of heartbreak it's gonna make the world go round so yeah i want to thank you for listening i'll thank matt for coming on the show song you're hearing in the background is called Love and Drugs. You can definitely check it out on Spotify or wherever. And uh, thanks for tuning in. my time on love and drugs, on love and drugs. I wish I had back all the mountains of cash that I spent on love and drugs. They're always around when the going gets tough. A little too much equals never enough. My conscience is clean, but I'm calling my bluff. I'm through with love and drugs. It's kisses or kicks, but I'm getting my fix With love and drugs, with love and drugs My comfort and joy when I'm lost in the void That I fill with love and drugs They'll run you in circles, but both of them lead To detox or handcuffs, so maybe the key Is learning to let go of things you don't need So thank you, love and drugs You can lie, you can cheat, you can rinse and repeat You can sweep it under the rug but a pretty safe bet is you're gonna regret what you'll do for love and drugs. You can keep your mouth shut, you can cover it up, playing dumb with a shoulder shrug. You'll deny and deceive cause you never believed what you do for love and drugs. No, nothing compares to my toxic affair With love and drugs, with love and drugs Addicted, obsessed, and emotional mess When I'm hooked on love and drugs They're one and the same and they're two of a kind I'm reaching new lows, always chasing a high It's been a good run and one hell of a ride And I blame love and drugs Made some mistakes, always trying to escape With love and drugs, with love and drugs I'm doing my best and I'm making amends Because of love and drugs They've broken my heart and they've stolen my soul By sending my life spinning out of control I'm giving them up cause they've taken their toll So goodbye love and drugs You can take a step back and get on the right track Hit the brakes down and kill your buzz but you're messing around and you're gonna find out what you'll do for love and drugs when you're guilty as charged and you're put behind bars cause your hand fits into the glove yeah the truth's gonna hurt but you'll finally learn what you'll do for love and drugs what you'll do for love and drugs what you'll do for love and drugs